Welcome to the Male Reasoning Podcast. We're here to talk about real stuff. We're not here to coddle your mind. We're here to challenge you to think, understand, and form judgments by a process of logic. We're here to help you become the best best version of yourself that you can be. We're hosted by Dwayne Patrick and Carrie G, who are men who are searching for something more. We're not afraid to talk about the tough stuff and we're not afraid to challenge you. In this episode, we'll be talking about different topics, we'll be sharing our thoughts on the matters, and we'll be challenging you to think critically about it. So if you're ready to have your mind expanded, then sit back, relax, and listen to the Male Reasoning Podcast. Enjoy the episode. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Another week. Yes, sir. We back at it again. How you doing? What's been going on, man? Doing well. This week was hectic as hell, but just it's got one a lot of weeks, of huh? But busy is good. Can't complain. That that's what they say. Busy is good. So, how about you, man? It's it's been a week. Um, up and down all over the place so just trying to get things together busy just like you so like they say it's better to be busy than not true that's true and in in many ways i kind of feel like i'm the king of procrastination how so all the stuff that i gotta get done that i crammed into this week that i've had months to do don't we all yeah. Keep putting it off, putting it off, and then now everything's due. Oh, yeah. High school all over again. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, Any anything crazy happened to you this week? I was going to say, before that, how do you usually navigate when stuff starts to pile up? Just, well, at, at, the, at the point where things pile up, I, I do the prioritization method where clearly whatever is more pressing or more important get that gets done first but okay i don't see why i don't just don't don't just do that from the get-go with everything <laughs> versus waiting until the last moment to to do it to just burn that midnight oil until like when was it so i did so basically it was just completing some schoolwork that I've just been pending for a while and it was Monday going into Tuesday and I literally started working on it at around 9 p.m. went to bed at 10 a.m. on the 4th like wow. why that's crazy why do I do this to myself all the <laughs> damn time like what just be up late man just be up late. You just like you just like being up late. That's what it is. Yeah, I don't mind it. Like right now, it's pretty See, darn late. So it's quiet hours. You know, you get you get. They say the creatives get the best work done in the late night hours. So I, think, I guess it I would make sense. True. Yeah, I'm a night owl either way. So there you go. But man, funny thing happened to me this week. I went picked up some food at this spot new area went and picked up some food and 
walked in the restaurant, put the order in from ahead of time. So supposed to be able to walk in, pick it up and go. You would have thought. Walked in. There's a counter and then the, I guess, kitchen area is behind the counter where they're making the food. So it's like another like shelf level thing. Mm-hmm. And then like you can see clearly behind her. So you can see the people behind her. There's three people behind her. So you don't know who's cooking from who's doing what. Walk in. Three people behind her look at me. Don't say a word. So I walk up to the counter, stand there, politely wait. Nobody says a word. Eventually, a gentleman comes over. I show him the phone for the order I'm here for. He says nothing to me. Then I continue to wait. At this time, a line begins to form behind me. Now I've been in the store for about five minutes and no one has said a word to me. I then see the line forming. Now it's about four or five people behind me. I look and see the lady that was behind the in the kitchen area come out to the front and then walks up to me and then peeps or like leans to the side and says to the lady behind me, hi, can I help you? Mm. So now I get tight because you didn't even address me and I've been in the store for five minutes. So we have a problem here. We gonna have to talk about this. <laughs> so she takes the other lady's order. And in the process of her doing that, I then start to say, I've been here for five minutes and you haven't said a word to me. I didn't even know you could speak. Surprisingly, you could see me now that these white people are standing behind me. But when I was in here by myself, you ain't said nothing. Oh, no, I thought one of the other guys had taken your order. None of you came out and said anything to me. Like, what are you talking about? The three of you were standing in the back when I walked in. Y'all looked at me, looked at each other and kept doing what you were doing. At what point did one of y'all come out here and address me and say, hello, welcome to so-and-so. How can I help you? But I guess because of the color of my skin, you know, you don't get that courtesy. So I had to let them know got real tense, real uncomfortable. So what was the result? Took the food, took the food. Luckily it wasn't for me. I was picking it up for somebody else. So, you know, you could turn up when it's not yours and then, you know, do your thing. So turn up, they did whatever they did, took the food, went and gave it to the, to my friend or whatever. And I was just like, bro, this shit is crazy. Yeah. That that's, never had that happen to me but i've definitely gone into a couple establishments and just based on the lack of acknowledgement not spending my money here today though see ya there you go bro there you go it happened i think that is something that happens to black men all the time that goes unspoken the lack of acknowledgement in public spaces in general like you go into a store that you think you'd be hi how can i help you mm-hmm. you just get uh, blanked yeah. nobody sees you unless they're walking around to look that you're looking to steal something funny enough that part has happened to me more in jamaica than it wow. has happened to me here wow but, sad yeah bullshit eh, to your what point, do you do? It's it's definitely something that goes unnoticed, and not a lot of people talk about it. So, at some point. So, so how would you, or what would you suggest is the best way to navigate a situation like that? So, because for me, I turned up. In, situation that you were in was a little bit different because if it was your order, you could have made a decision to go somewhere else. Yeah, but you already paid for it online, so that, technically you can't really so go somewhere else. You can dispute shit, but it's not worth your hmm. time. All that. Could have took the food and still got the money back. Yeah, it's not, not worth your time, personally, to go that route. But I think it you do yourself a disservice if you don't say something. That's why I had to turn up on them, so, bro. You get it. Oh, yeah. I definitely get it. Like, at this age, if I feel like 
you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing customer service wise and I'm being treated different, you're going to know about it. Yep. We're going to have a nice little discussion and you're going to feel uncomfortable as fuck. Oh, yeah. I think you should be talking about it. You should be saying something because at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter what the outcome is. I may never, ever be in your establishment again. But you and that's the funny people, thing, bro. People around the me type of know. food, the type of food I was picking up. Like I said, it wasn't even for me. I'm never going there personally, so it don't even matter to me. Yep. But it's the principle of the matter. Oh, yeah. And that's it's, the important part. It's it's funny. When, uh, when I was looking for a car here, my first car, my dad and I we went to a couple of dealerships. And one of the things that stood out to me the most is we went to a Toyota dealership, which you'd think it would make sense. For them to just greet anybody that walks in. You would think. You'd think. And we stood in, I don't know what you call that area, but you walk in and there's a bunch of desks, people, cars. We stood yeah, there. Yeah, just a general area or whatever. For about two, three minutes. Nothing. No hello, no acknowledgement, no someone Not that. right with you. None of that. So I'm like, Oh, pops, let's go. There's clearly nothing for us here. And as we are walking out, somebody's running behind us. Of so course, like, that's usually what happens. So what what, what got me, which in hindsight, I should have just told him to piss off and just move on as we were planning to do. But should have done it. Was a black guy. See, they always send a nigga after you. So it's almost as if all the people of other hues in the establishment were like, yeah, where, where's that one guy that can talk to these people? There you go. And it's like, we're not doing that. We exactly. ended up test driving like three cars there. But I knew it didn't matter what I test drove. It didn't matter what the car was. I wasn't buying anything there. So again, I did. at that point, the question for you is you had a decision that you could have told him to piss off. Why didn't you? Why do you waste your time to go I, on I, three test drives? No idea. Once again, in hindsight, I have no idea why I continued. Was it possibly you using that as a tactic to waste his time? I wish I could confidently say that was exactly what I was doing, but I honestly don't remember. Man, you got to lie better. Yeah, this well, is terrible. At, 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 at the end of the day. I, I got something out of the deal, whether it was time wasted or not. Um, like, yeah, I'm never going back there. <laughs> you, and, you got an experience, so and now I've, you I've know. Been to multiple dealerships after that, and it's night and day difference. Again, it just depends on where you go. Sometimes that's the best way to tell where you're supposed to go. Like, I'll walk into a restaurant if like I, the same stuff happened if I was going to go in to like order something and that happened I would have stood there and waited and they would have said oh can I help you to the person behind me and I'd have just walked right out like I don't have my money not good here so I'm not about to buy food that you probably gonna spit in and throw whatever in like now yeah. good no thank you it's cool with me dog but go where you're appreciated Exactly. In every aspect of life, pretty much. Exactly. That's all you can do, man. Oh yeah. Let's let's jump into some of these these current events and things that have been happening over the past week. Um, Meta just released a new app, a new social media platform called Threads. Uh, I've Thread. heard about that. Um, I've I've seen everybody going crazy. I'm not really one to jump on the trend. So I'm going to wait and see how this pans out. Yeah, um, I'm seeing that if you delete it, you will also lose your Instagram. So good luck yeah. to those of you who have it. Because, um, yeah, you know, you're going to want to delete it soon. Oh, yeah, it can always be just a nap in the background like Clubhouse. Listen. That shit no more. Listen, I have it. But we're not going to slander any apps here. Oh, no, no. slander. who's listening. Can just but, be on the back in the background. Just it's, it's just there. Just in case something pops up in Clubhouse, we need to go back to you know. 
Yeah. You never know. Yeah, I, I jumped on from a from a creative perspective just to see how it's different from all the other platforms and what what they're saying about how it supposed to be a Twitter killer and all that, which I don't think it actually will be. Why, why do you disagree with the, I guess you'd say, majority? Because everyone else seems to be saying that, oh, this is the dead of Twitter and it has more followers and more active users than any other platform in history. Yeah, that's so, because it just got released. Listen, people are recency biased, so they tend to forget these things. Yeah, and at the end of the day, we are creatures of habit. So anything new, we don't flock to. Yeah, we're going to flock to it, but you and I grew up in a town where doesn't matter what business started. First seven days, business is booming. After that, midnight, crickets, nothing. And the the rest of humanity is just like that, just on a different scale. Like people are going to flock this new app. They're going to like the features. They're going to find a reason to say it's a competitor and it's going to do this and that. And next week, they're going to go back to Twitter because that's where the people they're following are. That's where they're posting all the juicy content. That's where they're saying that they're going to switch and start posting the juicier stuff over there because it's supposed when to it be happens, apparently we'll freer. So when it happens, we'll see. Hey. For for right now, what I'm seeing, at least from the people that I'm following, it's just a duplicate of what's on Instagram. It is just a duplicate, but at the same time, it's supposed to be better. Supposed to be. Who knows? Yeah, well, at some point you'll see those gurus coming out about pay for this class and you can master thread. (laughs) It's it's just one of those other things. Something new. People are flocking to it. Definitely. I'm, I'm there to see what you can what do. What happens. And what okay. It's more what you can do and what you can't do. So and based you, off your first couple hours on the app, what can't you do that you wish you could do? I don't know yet. That's the thing is I, I need to play around with it more to figure out what what it is that I can or can't do. So what features do you like so far? Once again, I don't know so how are you touting this app and you don't even know nothing no, about no, no, it no, no, you no. like i'm not touting it i'm just talking about it being released i i don't i'm not gonna be the one to say it's the greatest thing that ever happened or it's not the greatest thing that ever happened we, on, okay when, when we talk again i'll give you a more in-depth review on what i think about so it. let let's let's get to stuff that you have more in-depth knowledge with so the bob marley story the yeah. movie trailer was released recently and before i give my take i'm gonna read you a quote from ziki marley which he says here the funny thing is that bob always wanted to make movie he loved movies he was a movie fan so he would have enjoyed the process of making the documentary we feel this is the representation of Bob Marley's legacy in a great way and the authenticity he feels, Ziggy, is good and I'm looking forward to people seeing it. So, having seen the trailer yourself, sir, what are your thoughts? So, knee-jerk reaction to the trailer. Looking forward to actually seeing the movie cause just based on the story based on kind of seeing from a cinematic perspective where they take what we've already heard about a thousand times about this character, this persona, Bob Marley. Um, Kind of disappointed that one of his offspring isn't playing him. But at the same time, I understand that's not how showbiz works. Not just because you are related to somebody means that you are capable of being behind a camera and delivering the kind of energy and all of that that comes with being representing somebody else's life. So Right, right. But in in terms of just documenting a part of history, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Okay. Um interesting. Um upon my first viewing, I thought the trailer was trash. 
thought the movie was going to be trash, and I still stand behind my views that this is going to be a trash film. Why? Why do you think that? The budget seems to be halfway there. Like they forgot his hair. Like I don't understand what's going on with that raccoon on his head, but dreads no look so, and Bob Marley dreads never look so. So. I can't see what I see, and there's a raccoon up on the man's head. So, I yeah, can't, can't watch Bob with a raccoon on his head. Like, it just not makes sense. Yeah, so that was the one thing that stood out to me. Was Exactly. Was, yeah, this. Yeah, they, they needed some black people on, on props. Get, get not, that. Get that corrected. Yeah, and more than oh. corrected, they needed black people to fix it. Cause yeah, it, yeah it, what is going on? Yeah, but um, all that, yeah. To your point, from a budget perspective, all those things are definitely elements that drive how things are perceived. And at the end right. of the day, for those who don't know anything about what that should look like, think that's normal, or will think that's normal. But that is a problem for those exactly. of us that know. We're gonna say, yo, what kind of shit this year bring come talk about this a this a fan yo move from us with this bomb yo yeah. but on to more compelling topics. Um Adam twenty two and what is her name? Uh, uh Lena the Plug. Lena the Plug. Yeah. They have now I guess Adam has now switched the narrative of being okay with his woman being penetrated by a BBC to now they're touting that it was, you know, consensual and that it was something they both wanted to do. What are your thoughts? Whether that is true or not, no, no, no. We're going to need you to come with something. No, better. no, no. You're not, you're not sticking on the fence this time. No, we need, whether, whether we need in we both agreed or out. not. My thoughts no, we're not, we're not here with them think. We no, no, yeah. Just you say, think. My thoughts? Hells no. I don't care what your fantasies are. I don't care how open we are in a relationship. I don't know. Nah. What do you mean? He, he and her have a, a relationship that they do that they have had sex with according to him over a hundred women together and you know it's something they do on camera so what's wrong with her being able to take this bbc on camera with him in the corner watching and recording while she degradingly says to him do you like that little man and you know he has to respond this is all according to the bbc he did a press yeah. release which is crazy. Oh, you make that man come out and talk. If that flows so different, sir, paddle away. Paddle. But on on Instagram, you know, we had some feedback because we posted up some story and people was pushing back saying, oh, it's not right that he's a clock and he's all these kind of things. Let me, let me what is a up. clock? Ed- <sighs> educate me here. Sir, you have to educate you have to educate the listeners because you have to go Google that. <laughs> Let me try that, 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 that is that is a new term for me. He he's a clock. That, that that's what the guy said. The definition of a clock is not about how you feel; it's about the fact that it happens. Man, horse feel empowered, but they are still white. Sorry, horse. Typo. Yeah, so it's like he said the dude was a clock. I said how that was the response back, hmm. and then he was like, "Watching your wife get drilled by another dude—that's definitely cook behavior, even if you find it pleasurable." So my response to this fan was, "Hey, that's what he likes, and I feel like he pimping." Because think about it—he was able to get his wife to go on tape and make money for the family which is him because they don't got kids 
it, isn't without there, the isn't women. There, isn't there a photo of them though where she's pregnant? I don't, I don't know about all that. Huh. Is she pregnant? So. That's that's suspect baby right now. I don't know how long ago that picture was taken. Taken, but yeah, I don't know about that, but. Dude is really going saying that she's a he's a cluck and I'm like, bro, he's pimping his wife out. He literally is recording in the corner, watching her get drilled because he don't have to take the dick. And he's now distributing it online where people are paying for it and all that money is now funneled back into his oh, yeah. household. That's some pimp shit to me, dog. Like they did have a kid they have a whole birth vlog there you go so their their parents like this is how they want to live their life man what's wrong with that so just a little ten thousand dollar investment based on the actor involved said that's what okay okay so you're saying ten thousand right that's what he got paid yeah right now his rate max is ten thousand oh yeah he he's capped right now adam capped him it's a, it's a wrap for him. He can't charge no more than that because people know he talk. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just messy. Oh, yeah. Outside outside of that, you got to look at the fact that not only is it messy, you have to battle with the fact this dude is, you know, sitting there drilling your wife, which is hard for some people to take. But if you can spin it the way Adam has done, which he's profited inflicted oh, yeah. because he's now doing interviews which are profiting on youtube so that streams and he's clipping the interview so it's coming out in short format so he's getting even more streams and then they're doing their little press release they put the only fans out it's a subscribe only it was like five to ten dollars for it like bro they're caking up off that ten thousand they're about to make a mil yeah, you telling me that's a bad investment I'm telling say, you that dude pimped was, his wife and now they're millionaires. That's what I'm yeah. telling you. They pimped their situation out. What they were they already on that? OnlyFans oh, doing yeah. what they're doing. Like dude, a, the last the last thing another. dude said last thing he said was, I can't be serious. I'm like, bro, come on. He straight up pimped his wife. Dude is trying to tell me he didn't. He's like, You talking about men and women holding value then you're gonna say he a pimp for renting out his wife bro is it, he not solidifying high value status by being able to bring in that revenue because who did he get to get the money not him he didn't have to take the bbc he yep. just recorded and distributed to me that's a player move and that's some pimp shit if you disagree let us know in the comments but I'm just telling you that's some pimp shit. Yeah, he, he definitely benefits. And just from a general societal perspective, if they were to break up tomorrow, pimp no, shit. No one's going to She look can't at do him. nothing. No one's going to look at him and say, oh, he is the. He is the. the he reasons. didn't take a yeah. BBC. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's the end of the day. Yeah, pimp. At, the, at the end of the day, perception pimp. matters. And pimp. From where you're sitting, He's winning. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, play, play 50 Cent, P-I-M-P, because you know you got it. Got it loaded. Wherever he is winning, from where he's sitting, he is the one that's winning. Exactly. He he has no L's in this at all, because guess what? He can go get a new wife, and then nobody can't say nothing. Oh, your wife's up. Guess what? My new wife don't know. Shut the fuck up. Then what? Like, come on, man. Adam's out here pimping. Y'all need to take note. If you're on OnlyFans, get to get to it. 10K. Once again, that investment goes a long way. What floats your boat, sir? I'm telling you, dog. Who's doing the right things? Y'all, y'all just hating. Yeah, it's at the end of the day. We we like the other story that we're gonna get into. They opened the door for us to comment on shit like this because it's all on social media. That's debatable. That's debatable. Is it That's debatable. 
because if she's at the concert, well, go ahead, queue up the story. Let him know what we're talking about. So the the next story is, I'm sure most of you have seen the whole Kiki Palmer at the Usher concert, and disgraceful. I can't believe it. Her boyfriend, mother, going out into the streets dressed like that. Okay, Darius. So, okay. Speak can't up, Darius. This. Can't believe this. <laughs> Not my wife. Not my wife, baby mom. Hell yeah. no. So her boyfriend, baby father, Darius Jackson, did not take kindly to her presentation, or better yet, based on his words, her representation of him in that scenario. Some yeah, are saying he's not Jamaican. That's why. Yeah, some are saying that <laughs> I'm the no Jamaican one. So, some are saying he publicly shamed her with his comments, and she clapped back. But I want to hear your thoughts on that. I'm sure you've seen the clip, seen the entire. We, we've all seen the clip. Seen, we've seen, seen the deep dive. We've seen the seen, study of Usher's yeah. body language. We've seen yeah, the all those body things. language experts. Deep yeah. dive into it. We don't have to give you a play-by-play here. You're all what, already what, familiar with it, but let's jump into it. What are your thoughts on that? Like I said, not in a Jamaican man household. Them thing they not run. What? What exactly? First off, first off, the representation of which he speaks is very important that yeah. you have to really pay attention to because. How you go outside is a reflection of not only you, but me, but also the pitney that they have. So, you have to think about that. And sometimes I feel people step out without really thinking about the effects it will have, not on you, but on the people around you. So, in that, taking into account, say, you don't know who I message him, I say what. You don't know what the pit never have to deal with because of that cause. Look how your mother outside are going. I'm saying there's a bunch of things going on with that. And if they're engaged to be married and you see your woman outside, I go on so to our next man. Me not know about that, you know. But me not run it round here. Yeah. I have to agree with you on that. No, 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 but, you can't agree. But, but yeah, yeah, at, yeah, at, the same time, at the same time, well, because I'm married, there's a whole different perspective that comes with that. Because then what? There, there's a good chance that you and I are both at that concert. See, the difference is, me not going to a concert, so yeah, me wouldn't let it. So, that's the big yeah. let me Let me say that. So, so, so you there at the concert and you're wife. I wear that, right? Cool. No problem. Yeah. But Usher walk past, right? So and pull her. Hold on, it, hold on. And pull her. And start sing to her in front of your face. What you are going to do? Well, let me not say this because I don't know what I Because I don't know what I That not happened to me. But in my mind, that the part that not going to happen. Why? Huh? Why? You can't. You can you can attempt to pull, you can attempt to sing, but focus. Certain things, to your point earlier, just shouldn't happen. And I think through communication, those things are established elements in a relationship where I could be wrong. Chastise me if you want. Don't matter. But personally, I don't think that would happen in my situation. However, however, in the situation, not being not being a married couple, the fact I, I don't know if they live together. That's the other thing, but the fact yeah, that together, so that's in, yeah. important enough. I believe my I see the same thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You, I don't think there there are other things that has happened in past on social media that does not give you the right to judge or comment on the way she was dressed. In that scenario, yeah, but. Is a funny thing, you know, the hypocrisy of the woman them on social media, you know. You see, chances yeah. rapper a carnival, them a try to him out, him a wind up on a woman, and mm-hmm. him wife left him. But yeah. this woman a flaunt over man, and them a say, oh, we need to defend it. Freedom of this, freedom of that. What do it? Why so, don't have that freedom and the man can't do the same thing? This this kind of agrees with your point, um, but my rebuttal to those folks that have that sentiment 
if if my crush, the person I'm going to drool over, is somebody in a completely different sphere than me, mm. that's fine. Yeah, if, to you, I mean, that's a in, because if me did a concert there, uh, my woman just so, uh, Osha see that. You may go want that time, you know that. Fear. You don't know. So, I stand up right there, so, and as soon as he pull her, I guess so. I look upon him and say, Yo, give me a little Jamaican deep accent and say, Yo, here what? Watch Not it in a yacht. And guess what? Guess what? Usher go do? Not today, and he's going to walk away. Yeah. And then he's doing right there. At the end of the day, his pocket, his pocket is more important than any fan. But, yeah, even, but even some of the reviews that went through that showed that his body language was like, Yo, this is just another fan. Yes. To some, but I see some review and I see my feed all woman strawberry and them thing there. So I ask you now, how should I feed your woman strawberry? What you do? We, we can't if, hear that pan, pan if, audio broadcast. If, you know. if, if I am there, yeah, we have no one. strawberries for you. we going <laughs> home. For us. God. Ticket mm. money bun up. Ross. But right, let, me, let me bring it a little bit closer to home for you. Let's be uh, sure you're going to have a, a, a definite reaction to this. Uh, Dexter Dapps have a show. You and your girl. Ross. It not even matter, in, in a matter how your girl dress. At this point, how she's dressed don't matter. Dexter sight. So you mean, you have to ask her with the front of stage and in yeah, color. On, on the front and center. And brother man walk out and start and I sing, sing to our auntie. Start sing and yeah. reach down and all of a sudden your girl up on the stage. Well, well that show they don't that show they don't have to end the two things, you know. God, hmm? that show they don't have to end the two things, God. Either she come off our stage or him come off our <laughs> stage, but either with you the two of them come off our stage. So so yeah, that now go over. Next adapts sure. No, we not walk. We not VIP box up top. We not they don't see she get pull up on stage. Playing devil's advocate again. Mm. What do you think your girl would do in that situation? Well, she knowing me knows that she know no need for you know to go up on that stage too too tough in a cause. Yeah, she knows that it's a long way home after that you know. <laughs> when we reach home, we talk. <laughs> it's a long way home after that, you know. Yeah. What, what, what would your wife do if you, if she sees her celebrity crush out and about, and he the fancies type, her, and it's of, like she has the chance to, you know, seal the deal. The type of person that she is. In she's had a couple of drinks so she's like a loose so she feeling him the vibe's nice we can only what? talk from the perspective that I know and I've seen and mm. there's a good chance it ain't gonna go you get it. Ah. It, it not gonna go <laughs> one she's super reserved so even if she sees somebody that she fancies that way mm. It, nah, they, them now got even they're not even gonna know so she exists. So yeah, but that like like me say this time, him notice her and him know she exists and him assure her say yo, you are the only woman in this room right now. I'm not saying nobody else but you. Yeah, there's there's a good chance the person that she would fancy now go say that. You never know that. Because again, couple things, drinks in, anything can happen. Different scenarios, but may I stick to my guns? All and right. Wife, I got hold on the thing. All right. That's what about good. you, though? As well, a matter of fact, who is your celebrity crush? Well, it was Kelly Rowland for a while. Well, it was Kyla Pratt, but then she got married as stripper, so we have done half of that. So then it became Kelly. And. After that, you know, I'm not a celebrity crush. I haven't really watched them again like that. That's so, fair. That's fair. Who, who is your celebrity crush? As, as a youth, I think most young men 
kind of looked at Halle Berry as kind of a, a decent uh. pick until I went to an Arsenio Hall comedy show and he made oh. mention that she got jacked up toes. And now I can't <laughs> unhear that. And now I notice Yo. it. I notice it. Can't so every, see it. Every time she does any kind of video, she hides her toes. Of course. I'm like, yeah, that shit got go fly. But no, um, Megan is yeah on on top of the list. Jessica Alba was definitely up there at one point in time. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, it, at this point, for you and me, it doesn't even matter who these people are because we'll never, never rub shoulders with these people. Mm, never say never. You never know what can happen in five years. A pocket take off. We could be in them in, same rooms. You never in, know, in bro. In five years, they probably won't be my celebrity crush. <laughs> there you go. You might have some new celebrity crush either. Yeah, which so. Way. Yeah. But, yeah. But, so, yeah. Mm, let's go. Yeah, we we have a special guest, people. Ross, how? One that needs no introduction. Bombaclat. <laughs> yeah, today we have our unique opportunity to to peek into the viewfinder Ow. of an interesting individual. Mm. You know? we're adjusting our depth of field to understand Rot, a bit more big about word. how. <laughs> Oh, stop, in, stop interfering <laughs> with the intro, no, man. Well, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it. Get professional again. Professional or okay. serious. All right. Welcome, everyone. Getting into the meat of the matter. Today's episode, the official title of today's episode is Through the Lens. We are going to go on a journey with a photographer, freelance photographer, understanding his passions, having him paint us that picture, compose that picture for us. As I said, he needs no introduction because he is the one, the only, Dwayne Patrick. Why, thank you. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? <laughs> Glad to be here. Let's, let's kick it off with, tell us, as I said before, let's compose the shot. And tell us how you got into photography. Like, what, what were your inspirations? Why? Why photography of all the other art forms? Well, I can draw. I can paint. So, as I'm a user, I can do. So, just pick up a camera and just, you know, next thing we know, just makes sense. Um, for me, it's more about composing an image of kind of what I see and I mm -hmm. tend to picture things in a particular way and watching TV, looking at different artwork, I always see it and say, why did they do it that way and not a different way? And over time, just eventually started just taking pictures with my phone, um, started out with that, and then that turned into getting a camera. And then from there, just kind of blossomed into what it is today. Then, would you say that you have any like inspiration from other photographers specifically that you'd say not really this is more so just my vision of the world that i'm seeing and i just want to kind of share that with people so just on my website you see my travel stuff that i post is just mm -hmm. to kind of just show how i capture the world and how i see it Okay, I was checking out some of those things earlier, and definitely, I'm not a photographer by any means. So, composing a picture, right angle, striking a pose, all of those things are, in many ways, just abstract to me. But what is the thought process that goes into some of that? Like, for example, taking a picture of a couple. Like, how you know... Like, how you bridge the gap between what they want versus what you want as the artist. Because at the end of the day, you are the artist, so that composition is yours. Right. What the hell with who is in the picture? Right. It's, it's your, it's your right. art. Like, how, how, what's the thought process that goes into that? So, 
when I work with clients, especially couples, uh, like when I did, I did an engagement shoot, marriage shoot. Um, the engagement shoot was a bit easy because these two people are in love. So you're kind of playing and placating on that. And for me, I'm not trying to capture or create anything, but just trying to show what I see, which is the love. So I just try to find them doing that natural stuff, looking at each other, touching each other in a way that looks natural, but would also be good to have captured. And I try to capture that. So I try to pose them and kind of have them do stuff that looks natural, but also looks and shows that they are in love or they are, you know, interacting how they're supposed to. On on the flip side of that, have you ever encountered a couple that's just not as in love as they needed to be for a shoot and you had to put in more effort into orchestrating that yeah that happens and still love when that happens like imagine if a couple shows up after like having an argument in the car on the way to the shoot now you have to find a way to bridge that gap of them not wanting to really touch each other or even be there but play some music or crack some jokes and try to get them to kind of tell that moment of how they first met or when they fell in love Mm -hmm. to kind of break the tension and kind of bridge that gap to get them back to where I need them to be to capture the moments that they are actually there for. Otherwise, it's going to be a lot of angry pictures that they're going to be unhappy with. So, How much pre-work goes into that? Like, I... Just being, working in, in, in my field, project manager and working in IT projects and building things, putting together systems, there's a lot of discovery that goes into like the, the conversation before we even meet to discuss what the problem is right. and what we're solving. How much of that, or similarly, how much of that happens in photography where you actually have to do that like initial discovery before you meet on location so you are prepared to know what song to play to change the mood or what kind of questions to ask does does that happen so usually with music it's kind of once they show up i find out what kind of music they like find a playlist they like and just kind of put that on because that playing something they're familiar with and something they like will get them in the best mood because it's music makes people happy so music changes your mood and it breaks the tension so just finding the right music that they like finding some real ratchet stuff sometimes very much helps it just kind of depends okay um what was the other part of your question the first part yeah just how much of that just i think you answered the, uh, question, the pre-work it's, it's, the pre-work that goes into yeah. it um is a lot because if you get a shoot request you have to then figure out what exactly they want where they want it done scheduling time of day to get everything done making sure you scout the location have all the stuff you need um getting there making sure everything's set up sometime having an assistant with me if i need it's, it's a lot of work sometimes but yeah i was just gonna ask that is like how do you run some of these shoots when it's just you like when is it just me it's a lot more difficult, but I manage by kind of downsizing on the equipment that I carry. So it's not as, I guess you say, clumbersome. So still have enough stuff, but just not as much as I would with an assistant. So I can still able to get very good shots, but I might not have boat um, background or tripods or something like that. I'll just have one versus having two. That makes sense. Yeah. Taking a step back, though, with how you started into photography, have you ever worked with film at all? Um, like developing film? Uh, no, I haven't. Not yet. But it is something that I am looking forward to doing. So it's okay. a skill I'm going to definitely yeah. be developing. That makes sense. What What are your thoughts on the, the at least the development of the field of photography from film now to the point where basically a smartphone can still run the same kind of similar kind of shoot right. as someone with a bunch of equipment. Like 
what are your thoughts on that and how do you see the industry changing um i would say smartphones are getting better but you can tell the difference with a camera and a very good um smartphone there's a big difference in terms of the quality of image that you can get and the best cameras you have the best phones you have are still miles away from it so the industry on a whole i think people still want to get married people still have events that they want captured and that's going to retire require photographers so i think Mm -hmm. it's still going to be here but the advancement of the cell phone will just kind of be a bit of a competitor but it won't be too much yeah Yeah, i've seen i've seen stories where People hire someone to do an event shoot, and dude shows up with an iPhone. Yes, just pretty much runs around the entire event, taking pictures, videos, and, like, and everything. Is, and then it's all Instagram. Is this? And then they yeah. get the reels and do what they do. Yep. So, it to your point, yeah, definitely. It. I think it's just a different kind of business. Yeah, it just opens a different, different kind of different feel. Yeah, but cool. Um, do you ever feel we talked about like? engagements or couple shoots and setting the mood have you ever come across situations where they were in such a good mood so in love with each other that you felt like you were intruding in that moment even though you had to be there you were paid to be there and you just felt completely uncomfortable Um, not being not with a couple in their love soup not with a couple but there's been a few shoots where things have been asked like would you be comfortable if you know they got nude and then you gotta take a pause for a second and think about some things and then decide if you want to go forward a lot of questions <laughs> are in my head go ahead we want to start questions are in my head but since we touched on that a little bit earlier than i thought we would bring up go for it. the nudity go for it. but have you I don't know how to ask this. Ask the question. It's and, male reasoning. And not, not, be, not be disrespectful. But in the moment. Right. doesn't have to be now. Just when when it, that happened on your back journey. In the day when I started out. Yeah. I think. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, Dwayne, the professional. Yeah break that professional stride and took a did have you ever taken advantage of that situation uh what do you mean i'm not understanding your question oh you understand the question not like yeah rephrase the question so all right you're doing a shoot regular shoot then this request comes in or and it doesn't have to be just nudity per se but it just the, the scenario changes right and in the moment you see an opportunity. Have you seized those opportunities? And if you have, can you share those stories? Because <laughs> the, 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 the listeners want to know. Um, I don't, I don't want to play into the stereotype that photographers, you know, do certain things, but that situation did present itself. Um, as a professional, I completed the shoot and did not do it so i would say that yeah we'll we'll stick with that answer is okay not saying i didn't go back but that's a different answer you said you said during the shoot during the shoot you got you you got the job done exactly after the job is finished that's a different you know i'm saying that's a different different kettle of fish on on the same vein have you ever agreed to a shoot and I'm hoping, actually, let me not say that. I'm just going to ask a question. Have you ever agreed to a shoot, got on site, did your stuff, and then was offered alternate payment? Unfortunately, fortunately not. I've always been able okay. to collect my money because we don't play with that. That's first, first, first and foremost. Businessman. Businessman. You want to, you know, add on to, the, you know, the services with a great tip, you know, 
back in the day that was cool, but now strictly cash. Fair, 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 fair. What's the strangest thing that has ever happened to you on a shoot? Um, yeah, the nudity. That was that was that That, took that that took a turn that I had to like take a pause for like five seconds to really think about it. Did did you do it? Did you go through with it? Yeah. It's interesting shoot. It was a very, it was a random shoot. It just happened. Like I think I posted on Instagram. I was like, "Yo, I'm bored. Who wants to do a shoot?" And oh. somebody responded. That's what you get. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> so that's what happened. Kudos to them. Listen, whoever they, they got are, a shoot. I got some content. High five. From here, here we are to where you are. I hope you're listening. But that was perfect. That was, that was, that was back in the day. Good. That was good. Not like that anymore. Well, well, who knows? What if what if somebody does that again? Would you say no? Of course. Of course, you would say no. Of course, I'm saying no. I'm not. I'm not entertaining that. Why? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding me now. It, it it doesn't have anything to do with being oh wait, wait you that's a about? whole other topic and a whole other conversation what are you talking about hold up yeah i think we're talking about two different things what i'm saying is if someone if one someone showed up to a shoot now oh, it's yeah, like hey are you okay with me being nude professional okay. like in my cash okay it's like gotcha just fair 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 um, more introspectively, though, have you had a shoot that completely changed your perspective on life? Not a shoot, but I guess a trip to do a shoot changed my perspective. So my trip to okay. Canada, to Toronto, to see Niagara Falls kind of changed my perspective. Went there in the dead of winter. Don't recommend it. If you've ever thought about it, um, one it is because I think I went, I think it was like March, February, March. And by December, January, I was seeing that it was frozen. The falls was like completely frozen. So I was like, oh, crap, this is perfect. I need to get up there. So figured a way to get up there. Got up there by like February, March ish. It was still frozen. And bro, got there in the dead of night, went out there, wrapped up in all my gear. I was like, okay, I'm going to get some night shots. Took a couple of night shots. It was epic. Froze my ass off. Went to Wendy's after that. Went back to the Airbnb. Slept for like six hours. Woke up the next morning. Trucked out again to go take pictures for the whole day. And then this is the funny part. The whole day, I was hot because the sun was out, so everything was warm. But by 6 p.m., I had my tripod outside. The sun was setting. Sun's supposed to set by 7. By 6 p.m., set my tripod up, went outside, was standing there. There was a breeze that came from somewhere from the North Pole that was just unreasonable. <laughs> that I didn't even get the night shots I wanted because I could only stay out there for like five minutes. <laughs> so that really changed my perspective Jeez. and my appreciation for the photographers that really travel to these crazy places to take these shots that we see because it's brutal. And I tried it a little bit. Don't recommend it. Well, Listen, don't knock that it till you try it again. That just just bro, get I, just get I'm from better Jamaica. gear. I'm I'm good. I'm not going back to the nah. I'm I'm Gucci. <laughs> yeah, I said I said one, after one that I've been taking sand. One and done. I've been on the beach ever since. Sand and beaches. Fair, fair point. But we still we still haven't got into any. I, of I the, thought we the, did the, the, the nasty stuff. So come on, you, oh, you gave us a. I thought like, that was a cake. Icing. 
on 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 the cake. You never. I thought that was you the never, cake. You never Where's gave us any any cake. There was no cake, no cake involved. So oh, spill the, the beans, juice, man. Give What's us, the give question? Us some juice. Just some, no. That that was share it. some of those stories, those inappropriate stories. That was that. Come on. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so let's let's wrap it up a bit then, because definitely ask a question. You know, hearing you, a lot. You ask a question, I can like. answer it. I can't. I don't know what to answer. If there's nothing asked. We, we we'll leave that for another another segment. Yep. But if you were to describe your life through your lens. What pictures would you use to describe that? Um, it's a very interesting question. Um, I'd use my picture of Venice, of the gondolas in Venice, because for me, it represented something that was almost not there. Um, right before that trip, I saw reports that Venice had flooded and all this kind of crap and they were like the city is sinking so i was like bro i need to get there before it's too late so yep that's the picture is it was it that so, one being able to go there to venice walk without having to have my feet covered because bro two months before i saw people walking around with water boots water up to their knees people getting not knowing the difference between the sidewalk and the actual like ocean and she see or whatever is there falling in i was like nah i don't need that kind of problems so being able to get there walk around go to a glass museum you know it was really nice um after that one i think my picture of paris uh the eiffel tower would definitely be another yeah. one um that would for me represent perseverance because I've always wanted to go to see the Eiffel Tower and I never thought I would or how I would be able to go so being able to go was very um, interesting of a trip um, very fun trip so being able to just travel from England to Paris to Italy that was amazing so traveling around taking pictures pretty cool speak yeah. yeah. This picture. This last one is the Coliseum. Pretty Rome. interesting. Uh, rumored that Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg shall be fighting in the. Um, what do you call this? The. Huh. What is this thing? Yeah, the arena. The Coliseum. The arena. So it will be the first time in 2,000 years that anyone has fought there. So. They're kind of hyping it up if it happens. So, but this one, for me, after watching Gladiator back in two thousand and like one, I was like, I gotta go see this, and I finally did. So it was real memorable for me and very one of those things where it's like you were able to check it off your childhood bucket list. So makes sense. A lot of people, when they travel to these these sites, they they recount like feeling the energy of what it was. Nah, is that something that nah. you could say? Crow died there, dog. Into you? I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know the Romans <laughs> that died there, dog. As far as I know, it's Russell Crow, dog. The Maximus. It's like what we talk about. <laughs> Sid Russell Crowe died there. Jeez. And, and, and Joaquin Phoenix. Man, that's the movie a... that I hated him the most. But after that, I realized what great acting he does. And he's one of the top actors that is very underrated. So, because his villain in Fair. that movie, who I hated him. I'm just saying, like again, so you'll, that, you'll that's okay. the feelings I saw and felt when I got there. I was like, ah, oh, I hate, I hate Joaquin Phoenix. That was a feeling. <laughs> I don't know about you, but 
<laughs> they killed Maximus, dog. He killed wow, Maximus. Well, I need I need to go visit. I, I need to go visit there and see what emotions are Bro, on make Earth sure you when watch I get Gladiator to the site. You go. I highly doubt. How how was you gonna connect to it? How well, you I'll just watch it on the plane. Exactly. You hate fair, fair point. You hate that nigga too. Let, let's see what happens when. Yep. <laughs> anyway, as we close the shutter on the enlightening of the journey as a photographer, we've we've definitely seen your passion in the way that you talk about taking pictures and we're setting up that perfect composed image for your clients or even for yourself capturing those moments where you'll hate people all over again or relive that moment where your favorite actor or character in a movie or something dies but definitely cool talking through all of this with you i do want to challenge our listeners though to pick up a camera pick up a phone take a picture take a picture of something that tells a story for you and share that with us post on social media instagram twitter facebook wherever it is and just tag it with hashtag mr one shot number one shot story so we can we'll leave that in the the episode description for y'all but once again it's mr for male reasoning number one shot story and We'll we'll go through those pictures and we'll feature some of those. So tune into our social media to see who gets featured and maybe if we we take a, a different turn with our episodes, we'll bring you on and you can share your stories on why you liked that particular picture that you took. But until then, keep the reasoning real and look out for the new drops. <laughs>